Well, I'm glad that you are back with me today for our Bible study series where day by day we just examine God's Word and seek to let Him speak to us something that will help us get through the day and live for Him and glorify Him and praise Him. And we're finishing up today the little book of 1 John, which is a a wonderful little book that contains so much truth and clarifies so many things and helps us to have certainties. And we, we were talking, when I talked with you last from 1 John, we were talking about certainties. We were talking about uh, actually uh, with the witnesses for the truth of God's Son, Jesus, and, and uh, we were in the middle of that, and we talked about there, there was the witness of historical testimony, which was the baptism of Jesus and the cross of Jesus. We talked about that, that also there was uh, other witnesses that God had provided. There was the witness of the Holy Spirit and how he speaks to people inside us to help us understand. And then there's the witness of the Father God. Let me read from uh, the First John chapter 5, the last chapter, a few verses from this. This is the one who came by water. This is verse 6. And blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood, meaning the baptism and the cross. And it is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit, it is the truth. For there are three things, or the Spirit is the truth. There are three things that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And the three are in agreement. We accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God which he has given us about his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God accepts this testimony. Whoever does not believe God has made him out to be a, does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. One thing I like about John, he's very simple, yet it's profound. But it's so simple that it's not hard to understand. And I don't think it could be much clearer than that. He who has the Son has life, and he who does not have the Son does not have life. That's, that's about as clear as it could possibly be made. But let's talk about how the, the Father has witnessed to us, has declared to us. And there's, there's the, the witness that God has given us. Now, it's one thing to accept the witness and testimony of man, but just think about this. This is the testimony of God, the holy God of heaven, the eternal creator. And if we believe two or three people concerning something that has been said as true, and that's what in Israel, something that came before a court, something that was involved in a crime or whatever, if they had three testimonies, three people who testified to the truth of it, then it was pretty certain the person was going to get convicted because they really like to have three. And we've already seen that we've had several, and now God is the final testimony and the greatest testimony of all. And it's believable because he is God, and he's a final, authoritative, and conclusive. Now, what has God said about his son? Verses 11 and 12 are clear about what he said. For there we read, and this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. And he who has the Son has life, and he who doesn't have the Son 
does not have life. Now, there are three important truths in those two verses about eternal life. So if you're not sure about eternal life, if you'll listen carefully, I think from those verses you'll understand when I get through. First, he says that the Holy Spirit is a, I'm sorry, that the eternal life is a gift from God. Eternal life is a gift from God. He said that the Father gives it to us, and he's given us eternal life. It's not something we are rewarded for by our good works. And Romans 6.23 contrasts the wages of sin produces death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So it's a gift. We receive this gift of eternal life when we put our faith and trust in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and that's when we come to know him, and that's when we have eternal life. It is found in Christ, so in order to give us life, God gives us his Son, and if we trust the Son, we have that. Uh, Alexander, the scholar of the past, says, whatever else the sunless man has, he does not have eternal life. The man without the sun does not have eternal life. He may, by human standards, be a good man, a good neighbor, a good parent, a good citizen, but by the standard of God, if he, ha- if he has no saving union with Christ, he does not have eternal life, and he's not a believer. You see, eternal life, this is the third truth about it. It's a present possession. It's a, a new quality of life. Now, the Bible says any person who's in Christ is a new creation. The Holy Spirit has come to live in us, and we are possessors right now of eternal life. A lot of people think when you die, you get eternal life. No, when you receive Christ, you're given the gift of eternal life, and eternal life is the life of God, the eternal one who comes to live in us. And it's not just a quantity of time in the future. It is that. It is heaven one day. But it is a quality of life that we can have right now in Christ. But there's one other witness I want to mention, and and that's the witness of personal experience. And that's really what he's talking about all through John. And he talks about that, and he says, The one who believes the Son of God has this witness in himself. So I would just ask you the question, do you have the witness in yourself, the witness in your heart, the witness in your inner being that that just clarifies to you that you have trusted Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you have that peace, that forgiveness, that awareness that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself and that you got in on that and you trusted Christ and that he's your Lord and your Savior? That's what really does matter, and that's the key to everything that relates to our lives as Lord and Savior. So uh, keep that in mind, and as, as you examine your own heart, you can notice yourself and you can also look at others. To refuse to do what it is, what it is to call on God, he says, makes God a liar, and we, we are not children of God. So we can believe in God or we can reject him. I want to I wanna share with you uh, a little thing that, Uh, Dr. James Kennedy, who was once pastor in Florida and who developed the witnessing program uh, called Evangelism Explosion, I I wanted to share with you something that that he shared uh, some time ago before he died. And uh, he said that in 1980, when when, uh, Ronald Reagan was running for president, uh, this guy who'd formerly been the governor of California, had a bunch of pastors meet with him during the campaign. And they were asking him questions. It was kind of a public, it was a private meeting, but, but they could all ask questions. 
Finally, when it came his turn, he said, Governor, I would like to ask you a very important spiritual question. I asked Governor Reagan, if you were to die and stand before God, and he were to say to you, why should I let you into my heaven, what would you say? And he said it was like I punched him in the stomach. He bent over, doubled over, put his head down between his knees, and stayed there for about 45 seconds. Now, that's quite a long time, especially, Kennedy said, since up until that point he had been involved in a rather lively question-and-answer session. But slowly, Reagan sat back up straight and said in somber tones, words which I shall never forget, I don't deserve to go to heaven. The only thing I could say would be, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Reagan declared a witness, the witness that he had belief in Jesus as his Lord and Savior, and that that witness was real and true and genuine and lasting. So can we if we do that. So God bless you. Have a great day.